Okay, so this is the Cafe Americaine podcast coming to you with brand new equipment yet again. And hopefully the levels are going to be better this time because I'm not quite sure how they worked out the first time. And I'm going to take the advice of somebody that uh, wrote it. Yeah, you can hear that, right? I'm going to take the advice of somebody that wrote in and said, maybe you should do shorter podcasts. Well, I was told I should be doing longer podcasts so that people don't have to keep downloading 20-minute podcast. But here we are again, and this is just going to be it. We'll try to do the shorter ones, and then maybe I'll do a longer one, and then you can choose between what you'd like to do. As always, you can listen to me on Stitcher, Podbean, whatever's left of iTunes, and also on YouTube, and see where that gets you. Uh, The first thing we're going to talk about is, as always, the Democrat foibles that plague the mainstream media. Um, It is ridiculous, as always, how the Democrats are out there pretending to be pious and, oh, we can't do anything, anything that would hurt or offend anybody. Oh, my God. You shan't portray anybody hurting someone else and damaging. Well, this is being reported by Summit News, Stephen, Stephen Watson. Pictures are showing of an assault weapon being pointed at a likeness to President Trump. Uh, Ma- uh, Mark Maxwell of Max Mark Cheese Ma- Mark Maxwell of Mark Maxwell TV, a political fundraiser for Senator Sandoval, simulates an assassination attempt against a monk, Donald Trump, decked out in Mexican garb. Looks like a pointed. Looks like a man pointed a fake. Uh, assault weapon at the fake president to pose for a picture. Mark Maxwell should stick to television and not write anything because the way he writes is terrible. Uh, The scene was photographed at a fundraiser for Democrat Illinois Senator um, Martin Sandoval. So we continue here. I think the levels are a little too high. That's what's distracting me here because I'm trying to read stuff and I can't tell whether or not the levels are too high. Anyway, let's try this now. Uh, continuing along. Now Democrats for Illinois responds. The tragedies in El Paso and Gilroy have demonstrated how hate-filled political rhetoric can fuel violence. Really? Really? That's what everybody has been saying for the past two years, and yet the Democrats are out there backing Antifa and whatever else, and nobody is holding them accountable for anything. These images are unacceptable and dangerous. The place to make our voices heard against Trump is at the ballot box. Oh, now that you're caught red-handed. Now, oh, the decision really lies at the ballot box. That's where we need to really make a change. No, these people are proud of doing this kind of thing because they believe their voters should be seeing this kind of reckless behavior. You can go to Mark Maxwell TV on Twitter and you can see the mock assassination of President Donald Trump. It's pretty outrageous because I'm pretty damn sure that if some Republican group decided to do the same thing against a Barack Obama caricature, we would never be hearing the end of it from any of the media outlets. New York Times would be going on and on and on about racism in this country, just like they're doing now. And we'll be getting to that in a little bit. Because the whole white supremacy angle, that didn't just pop up out of nowhere. That, that 
is being engineered. I have no doubt that that whole white supremacy angle is being engineered by the powers that be that control the media. Trump tweeted the other day, and continuing along that vein, Trump uh, tweeted the other day, Wow, report just out. Google manipulated from 2.6 million to 16 million votes for Hillary Clinton in the 2016 election. This was put out by a Clinton supporter, not a Trump supporter. Google should be sued. My My victory would be even bigger than we thought. And he's referencing Judicial Watch. The tweet took some of the wind out of Alphabet's sales on a day where the markets were broadly recovering. Oh my goodness. Wow. This was tweeted by Tom Fitton. New FBI or documents. FBI knew that the Clinton gang was desperate to stop Donald Trump and used their garbage dossier to commit fraud on a FISA court. Yes, this is all true. And Google decided to run with the story. Google decided to try and make their search optimization results so pro-Democrat that nobody could be swayed. They thought that as long as they manipulated the vote or manipulated the information that was available to searchers online, that it would help sway the vote. And in fact, it did. Unfortunately, it did not sway the vote in the direction that they thought it would sway in because they needed to go after the swing states and they didn't. That's where the whole, oh, well, so Hillary Clinton won the popular election. Well, that doesn't matter if she won the popular election. She has to win the electoral college. And if she doesn't win the electoral college, then it doesn't matter. So she needs to come to that realization right now. Otherwise, it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. Now I'm having other issues with the audio in my headset. So I'm hoping things are all right. Real staticky here. I'm not a lot of fun. Let me tell you, this, is, this has been really fucking annoying dealing with this bullshit. Once again, this is why I need an engineer to deal with all this stuff. It's just not going to work any other way. And let me tell you another thing. I'm broadcasting to you after being sicker than one dog. I'm sicker than a dog right now. I spent my whole weekend, pretty much my whole weekend, uh, with a fever. 102 fevers, 103 fevers. I, I couldn't sleep the first night. I woke up drenched, drenched the second night. I mean, it was just a mess, just an absolute mess. So... I'm, this is my dedication to this podcast and to everyone out there that I'm still doing this. Sicker than a dog. Sicker than two dogs. I'm still doing this. And here I am. I don't want to hear anything from anybody. Uh, th- another very important story is uh, coming, from, coming to us from commondreams.org, written by Jake Johnson. We have members of <clears throat> the Trump administration... That is calling on Congress, you're going to love this, to reauthorize the NSA mass surveillance program that none other than Edward Snowden talked to us about back in March 15th of 2019. Basically, this allows 
anybody within the government to spy on anybody else for almost any reason using any means possible in real time no less uh trump's administrator reported this is from the new york times that the administration urged lawmakers to make permanent the legal authority for the national security agency to gain access to logs of americans domestic communications and the usa freedom act the law enacted after the intelligence contractor Edward Snowden revealed the existence of the program in 2013 is set to expire in December, but the Trump administration wants it made permanent, meaning the Trump administration is going to go against another another Barack Obama thing. Now, but at the same time, this should be allowed to expire. Now the Trump administration is trying to backpedal the whole thing and keep the program in place indefinitely. So all you MAGA folks out there and all you all of you pro-Trumpers that will never ever say anything bad about Trump, do not do not believe in any way that the agenda is still not being pushed forward. Of course it's being pushed forward. You're seeing more and more agitation with Iran. Just recently, they had that tanker that was held up in Gibraltar. And for no reason other than the United States and morons like John Bolton trying to create more trouble for everybody else in the world. And now you've got secret dealings between the EU, Israel, and the United States on what they're going to do in the Strait of Hormuz against Iran? This is not good. So you've got multiple agendas going on, all leading down the same road underneath Trump's watch, no matter what his political campaign is saying, unless the actions validate are validated. Well, wait a minute. Unless the rhetoric is validated by the actions. There we go. <laughs> None of this matters. It's all talk. So until Trump changes his tune and until Trump actually does something about this and reigns in all of these factions underneath him that's trying to push a new world order and the global agenda and all that crap, it's going to be more of the same. The White House, uh, Fulton is reporting, uh, is calling for reauthorization of a program that security agencies have used to spy on innocent people, violate their privacy, and chill free speech. The NSA program permits the mapping of relationships among members of marginalized communities and distant associates of targeted individuals, even when most individuals in those communities were never suspected of wrongdoing. So it's mere guilt by association seven degrees from the suspect. And it was rumored that Donald, not, not Donald, Dick Cheney would use this against any Democrat to get their votes during critical pieces of legislation to push the New World Order agenda forward. So not only did the Democrats violate the trust of the American people with the FISA courts and Comey and all that, the Republicans do the same thing. And Donald Trump has not reined them in. Attorney General Barr got a black eye with the death with the death of Jeffrey Epstein, and and, and not going against the quote unquote official, uh, uh, what is it? The official reading of uh, Epstein's demise is suicide. No, 
that's not it's not suicide it may be assisted suicide so that you could say it was suicide but it, it was definitely not epstein that committed his own suicide so but Barr, you can't trust him either especially since Barr helped jeffrey epstein get his foot in the door and opened up the opened up his career i mean you got plenty plenty of of uh, examples of things that just don't add up with attorney general Barr and donald trump i i personally uh think that donald trump doesn't necessarily know about all of the the little actions that's going on underneath him because probably many of these people keep this stuff out of the reports that they have to give trump so he never knows about it until it makes a news story and hopefully something happens with that so uh it's it's interesting patrick toomey senior staff attorney for the aclu's national security project said it's long past time that this surveillance program was shuttered once and for all the nsa has been vacuuming up hundreds of millions of americans call records as part of a program that is hopelessly complex and lacks any discernible evidence of its value we should not leave such a sweeping unaccountable power in the hands of our spy agencies very good for once the aclu is doing something right now it will be it remains to be seen whether or not the uh, the trump administration could actually go along with this and the trump administration can actually realize what they're doing is incorrect and not for the american people maybe mr bannon has something to say about this maybe the mercers and his other donors could possibly say uh maybe this isn't such a good idea maybe uh rush limbaugh could say something because we all know that the trumps pay attention to rush limbaugh even though rush limbaugh for his for what it's worth has been critical of the trump administration at certain points uh we would like to see more critiquing of said administration however there are uh the democrats were, were real i mean i haven't done a show in about two weeks because for one reason or another but uh who do we have who's the schmuck from baltimore that trump called out elijah cummings and because elijah cummings is an old fart and a minority you can't say anything bad about elijah so trump called out the mess that's baltimore now i don't know if any of you have been to baltimore i have I don't recommend that you ever go there unless you're driving through it. Oh, you you go to the Inner Harbor. Uh, you, you get to see all of the historical... No. No. You don't want to go to the Inner Harbor. If at all, go to the Inner Harbor at around high noon until about 3 o'clock. Otherwise, you got drugged up bums lying around all over the place on any bench that's available you don't want to go out there after dark i've done it i've done it because a friend of mine got hideously drunk and i had to go find him because i was worried about him <laughs> but you just don't want to do it you just don't want to go to baltimore under any circumstance i mean even the police the police have installed microphones all across Baltimore so that when they hear a gunshot, the microphones will, tr will triangulate the sound from the gun 
so that they know a, a, a roundabout position of where the gunshot actually went off. That's how bad things are. They've had to install microphones to determine where guns were going off. And then, it, oddly enough, what was funny, too, was that the uh, there was a conservative group. I forgot the name of the conservative group. But around the same time as uh, Trump called out Elijah Cummings, uh, they, they went down to Baltimore and cleaned up Baltimore. So I think they unloaded about uh, three tons worth of trash. or It, it may have even been more. But at least three tons worth of trash from the streets of Baltimore. And it was a conservative group that did it. Of course, none of the Democrats would ever congratulate a conservative group for cleaning up the streets of Baltimore for free. But they did it anyway. Here is another black guy. The Baltimore Teachers Union, the BTU, has set up a donation page. You're never going to guess why. You're never going to guess why, but I'll read it to you. It's no secret that Baltimore students have had to weather the spectrum of extreme temperatures in their classrooms. We've all seen the photos of kindergartners sitting in their coats and mittens at the morning circle. The reverse is true when school is back in session at the end of summer. When school's internal temperatures have been measured at over 100 degrees... The Baltimore Teachers Union knows that educators' working conditions are students' learning conditions. Guess what they're doing? They're trying to get money raised so that they can just buy fans. They're looking for box fans. They're not even looking for air conditioners, which they don't have. And to Trump's point... If Elijah Cummings' district got the millions and millions and millions of dollars that Barack Obama was allowed gave him, then how come the teachers don't even at least have air conditioners? How outrageous is that? Our biggest concern is the electrical overload, says Chief Operations Officer Lynette Washington. We don't have the infrastructure for a number of things to be plugged in. So what are you doing? What do you have the infrastructure for? They've got public schools that don't even have the, um, the, the electrical capacity to have air conditioners loaded in? Is, am I reading this correctly? WBAL-TV Baltimore said BTU's goal is to raise enough money for 500 fans. All I can focus on is feeling that sweat just coming out. And I look over at the kid, and they're sweating. And all we want to do is take a break and get some water and open up the window. And this was from Brittany Johnson, a BCS counselor. Another, Cynthia Smith, Director of Facilities, Designs, and Construction. Their self-contained units that provide heat and cooling as well as code-required ventilation. And they go into all the classrooms. These are the items that they want. All the ele elementary schools and a lot of the classrooms in the high schools. I mean, your biggest concern is the students and how they feel, so on and so forth. You get the idea. So Elijah Cummings District, Baltimore, has schools that are so misproperly equipped just to deal with weather that they need to do a private fundraiser to get box fans. So that their students and faculty don't melt. Why don't they ask Elijah Cummings? I'm pretty sure that Elijah Cummings' personal wealth 
would be more than capable of raising the proper amount of fun. Well, you can't do that now, can you? Because Elijah Cummings is too busy spending all of his money on his $3,000 suits. Yes. It, it's, it is bizarre. It's disgusting. It's reprehensible behavior that you're seeing right now. It's just disgusting. Just outrageously hideous. And nobody will call Elijah Cummings out in the mainstream media. Because, oh, because he's been there forever. Oh, he's part of the civil rights. Oh, he's a minority. Doesn't matter. Does not matter. If this person can't represent the districts that he is supposed to be representing, then he should be called out. And there's no excuse for his disgusting display of graft or grift or something. You get the idea. <laughs> Another moron coming into view is former Trump confidant, White House Communications Director Anthony Scaramucci. And he was on CNN. And now, well, here's the thing about Scaramucci. He met with a, with a Democrat-leaning individual. And as soon as he left the presence of this person, he started to talk crap about Donald Trump. So do we really believe that that meeting was about nothing? Do we really believe that meeting was about yoga class and grandkids? Oh, I'm sorry. That's WikiLeaks and Hillary Clinton's. 30,000 deleted emails. No, I'm sorry. No, Scaramucci was paid off by somebody to gear up for the 2020 elect or uh, yeah, 2020 election cycle because he was paid for by the Democrats. So now Scaramucci is trying to round up all the people that got fired from the Trump administration or the Trump campaign to begin a smear campaign for the next presidential election because the Democrats know they cannot hold a handle to Donald Trump. They, they just can't do it. I mean, who's that? Kamala Harris? Biden? Biden can't keep his own feet out of his mouth. I mean, Biden looks like a fool. He should just stop talking. I mean, if, if they want Biden to win, they should just wheel him out on the stage and he waves at everybody. He says, good evening, everybody. I'm Joe Biden. Have a good night. And Bring him back off stage. That's the only way Joseph Biden is going to get elected. Because if he, as soon as he starts speaking, he sounds like a moron. He makes fun of it. I mean, it's just, and keep him away from women. Do us all a favor and just keep him away from any woman within arm's reach. Because he's just going to grab him and grope him. And it's just weird, weird, awkward stuff. Except it's not that weird. If you factor in the Jeffrey Epstein angle. Then you start to get the real idea of how the elite operate, especially the Democrats. Anyway, Scaramucci. He says that he's going to be uh, doing some sort of nonsense. I'm in the process of putting together a team of people that feel the exact same way that I do. This is not a never Trump situation. This is not just screeching rhetoric. This is... Okay, the guy's unstable. Everyone inside knows it. Everyone outside knows it. Let's see if we can find a viable alternative. Moreover, I've got to come to some of these former cabinet officials in unity to speak up about it. 
Oh, I've got to get some of these. So I'm. this is exactly what I thought it was going to be when I read the story originally, when he met with that Trump person. Uh, and, and of course, of course, Scaramucci has met with disgusting, bloated idiot Bill Crystal. Bill Crystal is a never Trump quote unquote conservative. He 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 started a magazine called The Bulwark. He did have a magazine called The National Review. It's everything that the, the magazine is all about what the United States can do to get into another war with another country somewhere on the planet, especially if that country is filled with brown people, especially in the Middle East. And so, I mean, if you ever go to Bill Crystal's uh, uh, Twitter account, it's, it's just so lame. It's, it's just this loser going on and on about how he hates Trump. I mean, but the thing is, is that he's not doing anything. All he's doing is slightly slanting any of the Democrat talking points. He's not a real conservative. He's not a real Republican. He's a Democrat with looking through a slightly different prism. That's all he is. That's all he is. On CNBC... Anti-Trump pundit and veteran Republican operative Bill Kristol confirmed to CNBC in a few brief text messages that he has spoken to Scaramucci and had a public falling out with Trump this summer, asked whether he has spoken to Scaramucci about trying to find another presidential candidate to replace Trump on the top of the GOP ticket next year. Kristol replied merely, Yup. another loser out there and they can't find anything to really go after Trump on because nothing sticks to him I told people plenty of times if you want to go after Trump you go after Trump on foreign policy because he has already called out the Democrats I don't know how many times on domestic policy and he's right about most of the things he's calling the Democrats out on and the Democrats don't have an answer to it so the only thing that they can do is call out Trump on foreign policy because Trump, for all intents and purposes, is continuing with the same failed foreign policies that were started by Dick Cheney and George Bush, continued under the Obama-Clinton administration, and now the same, the same pant loads in Trump's cabinet, they're doing the same thing as all the other administrations. So nothing is really changing there. You want to talk about saving money and cutting the deficit? Stop giving handouts to other countries, like Bernie Sanders said. Stop giving the military a budget that is more than the next 10 countries combined. Where's the money going? That makes no sense. Where is it going? I mean, is it is it just a case of government contractors out there uh, just just pilfering away with cost plus contracts cost plus contracts is basically the idea that the contractor can bill the government for the any material that was lost and it essentially means that the contract is more valuable uh, when you destroy equipment than replace it that's what that essentially means. 
So you can uh, you can do a few YouTube searches and find a few articles about uh, watch groups that have been to Iraq, and they will tell you about burn pits where they'll just drive trucks into these pits and set them on fire because they they have no incentive, no incentive to actually repair the trucks. They get they get the money for the whole truck, so they might as well destroy the truck, get a brand new one. Trump obviously could not keep his mouth shut and he tweeted Anthony Scaramucci is highly unstable and a nut job who was with other candidates in the primary who got shellacked and then unfortunately we what do you say wheedled his way into my campaign I barely knew him until his 11 days of gross incompetence made a fool of himself bad on TV abused staff got fired Wrote a very nice book about me just recently. Now the book is a lie. Said his wife was driving him crazy. Something big was happening with her. Getting divorced. He was a mental wreck. We didn't want him around. Now fake news puts him on like he was my buddy. Trump's right about that too. So it should be interesting. Another angle. Another resource for the Democrats is Scaramucci bought and paid for. After that meeting that he had. So it's, it, it, I don't think it's going to be that interesting. All you're going to see is Scaramucci become a mouthpiece and probably some sort of political figure. Uh, in this next election cycle, it's obviously going to be anti-Trump. And he's going to say, well, no, this is for America. And he's going to align himself with the likes of Bill Crystal, this pillar of foreign policy uh, and, and anti-judgment and unbiased. And Bill Crystal is as biased as they come. He's a he, he's a disgusting human being. Disgusting human being. So now we go on. You know, out of nowhere, all of a sudden, the United States is a hotbed and a festering nest of white supremacy and racism. Where did this come from? Where did this come from? I thought the I thought the United States was riddled with fascists, and that's how Antifa came in, because Antifa is here to stop fascism. Name one person that's for fascism. Yeah, exactly. The silence you just heard is the silence I always hear when I ask that question, uh, from when I'm asking that question to stupid woke crowd people. These people don't think. They don't think. They come out there and say, oh, I'm for this, I'm for that. Keep the U.S. out of my uterus. I want to marry and fuck and suck whoever I want. Go ahead. Nobody's stopping you. No matter what the media is telling you, nobody's stopping you. The same people that are telling you that you can't do that and can't do whatever you want are the same ones that are doing it behind the closed doors anyway. I mean, just look at the church. How many times do we hear reports of Republican lawmakers in one form or another, federal government, state government, county government, sitting there in men's rooms, tapping their feet underneath the, saw, the stalls, trying to get a handy or a blowjob from the guy next to them? You hear that all the time. So, I mean, nobody's out there to stop any of that. So stop being a fan. What are you resisting? That's the other thing. Oh, we're, we're part of the resistance. Nobody can tell me what they're resisting. 
oh, we're resisting bigotry and and uh, and fascism. And who's for bigotry? Who's for fascism? Nobody is. Nobody. Uh, oh, what you're gonna tell me? The Proud Boys? That's gonna be the big fascist move. I mean, these are just the Proud Boys. They're a blip on the radar. The Proud Boys are blown out of proportion, just like Antifa is. Except I've got less sympathy for Antifa. Because Antifa has its roots in the anti in the anti-fascist movement, hence the name Antifa. But the anti-fascist movement is nothing more than a radical communist movement that got its start in the Weimar Republic in the 1920s and 30s in Germany. So this isn't this isn't a pro-American movement. This is a, a straight-out communist movement that's occurring here. And it always oh, for America. We want to keep uh, we want to keep the rights of everybody. No, that's not how this works. You think communism keeps the rights? Of everybody ascertained? No, it doesn't. Under communism, everybody is equal. Everybody for no race doesn't matter. So there you go. Quotas out the window. Gender doesn't matter. Yeah, guess what? You're gonna have to sign up uh, for the draft if you do that. That it, it doesn't matter. You want equality. There you have it. You're going to get it. And you're not going to like it. I know plenty of... <laughs> trust me. Where I live, there are plenty of, of women that claim to be woke that really aren't. That claim that to be a modern, want the, the same rights as a man. Until it comes to when that there's a situation where they don't want to do something. Then it's called chivalric. We need a chivalric man. We need a real man to take... Not that I've been around those women lately in the past couple of years. But still, they're out there. And the woke crowd is, is full of shit, too. So now we have a CUNY professor. So someone that uh, works for the City University of New York system. This is being reported by the College Fix. This professor says that the ideology of racialized terrorism is the responsibility of all white people in the United States. Yes, you've heard it. If you're white, you're responsible for racism. What? No, the, uh, trust me. Trust me. Racism happens regardless of race. It doesn't matter who the racist is. That person is going to be of some race. Black people are racist. Asian people are racist. French people are racist. Everybody, everybody, every race, I shouldn't say everybody because not everybody, every race probably has some stereotype which can be construed as racism. From the story, the political ideology of radicalized terrorism rests with every white designated person in this country. White neoliberals cloak themselves in a fantasy that the race war exploding on the streets of America rests directly in the hands of crazies and far-right wingers, outliers, and even more mythic characterizations. So America builds clinics and mental health hospital beds for white, homegrown terrorists, but concentration camps and high-level security prisons for black and black and brown immigrants. The killings in El Paso and Dayton 
this past weekend demonstrate again, it wasn't this past weekend, but you get the idea, that the ugly of America is as mainstream as apple pie. This country's history and praxis rest comfortably in the mythology of white superiority. In choosing to other fellow citizens, white America has damned this democracy into the hands of white terrorists. White America has laid the burden of the debt incurred by white supremacy on the bodies of psyches of the other. White America can no longer expect to pay for life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness with the red blood of those they want to other criminalize, dehumanize, disenfranchise, and marginalize, and any other eyes you can come up with. Please. Please. This is what you're going to do now? If you're white, you're a racist? This is this is how this is going to play out. So then reversed racism doesn't that's not racism. I mean these people must realize that everything boomerangs. So if you're going to do things like this at some point this is going to come flying back in your face. It's going to be a wet fart right there mouth agape. And you're not going to like it. I mean this stuff comes around time and time again. And Bernie Sanders, he's hitching his wagon onto the whole white nationalism nonsense. He was in Atlanta speaking to Black Church PAC Presidential Forum. And he says, if elected, my administration will go to war against white nationalism and racism. Uh, but, 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 but what? Go, but, go to war? What? He continues, I'm Jewish, my family came from Poland, my father's a whole family was wiped out by Hitler and white nationalism. Too many people have fought over the years, too many people have died against racism to allow it to resurface and flourish in America. We will go to war against racism, nationalism, and every recession of our lives, whatever. We are going to use all the laws in our power, including executive orders in every area, to make certain that we end the discrimination which now exists in healthcare where black women are dying three times the rate of white women when they give birth. We will end the... Okay. So, I mean, he's he's making reference to a claim. It doesn't necessarily... You don't know where he's getting the stat from. Because the, the, the whole idea, the whole argument that he's using is that clearly there's racism because three times as many black women die at birth than white women. Okay, so where is the factor? Where's that figure coming from? Could it have something to do with diet? Could it have something to do with environmental conditions? Y you don't know what that is. So that's a bunk claim. Okay, that's nonsense. And what exactly are you going to do? You're white yourself. Are you going to like box yourself into a corner? These people have to realize that the race angle is nonsense. And these people, I mean voters, because all of these people, Democrats and Republicans, they're being hoodwinked into thinking that race is an issue. It's not race. It's economics. It's economics. People, Americans are tired of getting taken advantage of. They're tired of going to college 
and spending a hundred to two hundred thousand dollars just to get a four just to get a piece of paper after four years that means they're going to make fifty nine thousand dollars a year if they get lucky more than likely they'll scrape by on forty five to fifty thousand dollars a year once they get out of college people are upset about that people are upset that they can't buy a home they can't move out of their their parents place because the college debt and other debt is so overwhelming they can't afford it they can't afford health care seriously health care oh you've got the affordable care act i've been on the affordable care act it's the affordable crap act the insurance isn't accepted anywhere and if you work then forget it the premiums are through the roof the only place that accepted my obamacare insurance was a hospital because they had to accept it otherwise i couldn't get in it i couldn't even go to a walk-in clinic with affordable care act insurance so as i prefaced this whole segment where is the white nationalism angle coming from where is this coming from well it just happens to turn out that it's coming from the new york times oh it really is hmm how do you say this Baquet. Dean Baquet, executive editor Dean Baquet, revealed that the paper, this is a leak from the New York Times, that the paper is going to be shifting agendas. Really? What do you mean by shifting agendas? Well, let me tell you. The takeaway, the New York Times, this is from Cheryl Atkinson, or Cheryl Atkinson. The New York Times says it is mapping out a narrative, meaning lines of bullshit, in advance of a naturally of any naturally occurring true news event, and plans to shape all natural occurring true news events so that they are reported in the context of racism. Really? Really? You're mapping out a narrative that is going to shape and color every natural occurring true news event as a racist agenda that's what you're doing before it was Russiagate now it's going to be race really are they this is what's going to happen and let me tell you something let me tell you something you see more and more of it more and more of it he said the f well <laughs> that was trump trump was saying they're going to shift away from the rush game but it's true but it's true so look out for that that's how they intend to win over more democrats or win over people that aren't democrats or republicans they're going to start shaping stories and coloring 
to coin a phrase, any natural occurring story out there, any news event, no matter what the genesis of the event is, is now going to be tied to some white supremacy, some racist, some racism bigoted angle. That's what you're going to see. Every story out there, it could be do bears shit in the woods? The answer is yes. Well, why do they shit in the woods? It's because white men don't want them shitting in the streets. That Just look out for that, and they're going to glom onto that disgusting behavior. So, my favorite girl out there, Tulsi Gabbard. My favorite. She's running for president on the Democrat side. See, I'm not a Trump person all the way. I'm not even a Trump person that much. I just have to defend this because the, the, the mainstream media is so outrageously out of control. She has said something very interesting. And I think if the Democrats pull their head out of their ass and stop kowtowing to warmongering Zionists and actually elect somebody that has a set of ovaries... Even though I should say this, Bernie Sanders has gone against the Israelis by saying if you're going to ban uh, Ilhan Omar and the other one, I can't, I can never pronounce her name, then maybe Israel doesn't want the couple billion dollars a year that the United States just gives them. Maybe we should hold off on that funding, which was surprising coming from Bernie Sanders. Anyway, Tulsi Gabbard, she tweeted this. Big tech, overreaching government, political correctness, our constitutional rights are under attack. As president, I'll protect your rights to free speech, civil liberties, and personal privacy because they're essential to our American values and must never be compromised. Whoa, when was the last time you heard a Democrat say anything close to that? Big tech like Google and Facebook, they are so closely aligned to any of the Democrats that nobody will say anything bad about them. And here's Tulsi Gabbard. She's out there saying, screw you. I know you guys are full of it. And if I'm going to become president, you guys are going to have a lot to answer for. And you're going to stop pushing people around and we're not going to stand for it anymore. I can almost promise you, can almost promise you that the reason why Tulsi Gabbard is doing this is because of all of the negative lies, as if there's ever a good lie. Well, maybe there are good lies. All of the negative press that she has received by not coming out against Russia and seeing the side of Syria and visiting Syria. To learn that, hey, guess what? Al-Qaeda and ISIS is really being funded by the West and Saudi Arabia and Israel. Of course, you'd never get any other Democrat to say that because they're going to just toe the line like anybody else. I mean, after all, Syria and ISIS was Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton's idea. Can't go against them. No, no, no. So... Tulsi Gabbard once again gains many brownie points from your host, Christian, because Tulsi Gabbard 
is actually talking like she has a couple of brain cells to rub together, and also she has the courage that's loaded for bear in her brass ovaries. So if she becomes the Democrat nominee, guarantee I guarantee she will give Trump a run for his money, and this guy will vote for that girl. That's it for the part one of the Cafe American podcast. Holy smokes, 45 minutes. Not even half of what I wanted to get through today. So maybe I'll do another one. Maybe I won't. Until next time, you can listen to me. Until next time, be probably be in a couple of minutes. As always, Podbean, Stitcher, YouTube. Find me on there. You can go to my um, Instagram account. That would be uh, Cafe American Podcast. You can also find me on Twitter under the same handle.